0: Sis, you ain't joined the group chat yet, what's really good? Here. Welcome back to the Unauthorized Black Girl podcast after like how many years? A couple months, don't play. Okay, us. Let's, let's <laughs> play ourselves. You know, we still here, we in here. What you gotta say, Diana? I just have to say, like,
1: I don't need to explain myself to nobody. (laughs) We don't need to explain ourselves to anybody. You know, life happens. Things happen. And I feel like we needed that time to focus on ourselves Mm -hmm. so we could come back better, you know. And more
0: involved. (laughs) And more inspired. Um, If you are new, this is our podcast. We talk about all things Unauthorized. We have two hosts. I am Kamisi, and I'm Diana. And, you know, we do this, you know, we do this podcast stuff. Um, Listen to all our earlier episodes if you really want to see how he does mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, we're just going to jump in today and get started. Today's 224. So, you know, we're already like basically the entire social media feed and everyone has been like, watching Kobe's Memorial. Mm-hmm. So that's already kind of in our spirits. But you know, I'm gonna ask you, like, how is Q one going for Lucas? <laughs> <this? laughs>
1: Good question. How is Q1 going for Diana? Um, Q1 is... I liked how
0: you repeated the question and then added <laughs> your name at the end. I'm not going to say that that's a narcissistic tendency, but it's fine. <laughs> Maybe I just need a second to think about it. Uh-huh. So I... But why don't you think in your head
1: repeat and Repeat then... the question. You, you never heard that? <laughs> that's how you stall while you think. You repeat the question. Mm, um, I feel like you could just twirl your hair. What hair? It's behind my ears, so... <laughs>
0: are you taking your glasses off it was getting real (laughs) oh fuck
1: it up yeah no but um my q1 has i can't complain too too much i guess q1 has been pretty chill for me um nothing you weren't crying the other day was i crying the other day you cry like every day i don't cry every day but you know i have my good cries did no, like, I, I like... did cry the other day, but how did you know that I cried the other day? Because you're a crier. Like... I am. I love to just release You love emotions. to cry. Like... I don't love to cry. I hate crying. Crying is actually... You know what's weird, though? The other day, I did cry, and I looked in the mirror, and I was like, you actually don't look terrible. Um, Usually... crying got
0: better. <laughs> Usually, I look fucking terrible. Like, yeah, like, disgusting. I would tell you guys about a time that Diana cried, and I witnessed it, but I don't want to, like... Do her dirty On the podcast So maybe like it's Another episode Another episode
1: <laughs> But like Don't let see like Have y'all thinking I'm just out here crying she For cries no reason She for everything I don't Like I dead don't I dead don't cry for everything I cry She like tries to have A tough Khmisi exterior doesn't <laughs> cry <laughs> <laughs> she is made like i don't know like she's like I, she's emotional though like don't let her play you because she no, don't have yeah. the tears that she's not my emo-
0: emotion comes out in different ways but yeah. like i don't really cry like when i cry i'm like whoa this is different yeah <laughs> like okay. like one time like a legit tear was coming out of my eye and i was talking to somebody i was like dead <laughs> <laughs> on facetime that's how you yeah. do it <laughs> i have to get myself together nah. <laughs> Anyway, let's get back to it, because, you know, we're dragging it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, how was your Q1? My Q1, honestly, you know, just trying to, like, I've set up my goals in quarters, which has helped me a lot. Oh, wow. That's so adult. I am an adult. Oh, my God, bitch. But, yeah, today I got the message and from sorry. Mint that my savings increased 41%. So, I just want to say
1: 41? That. Yes! I'm such a better bitch. Uh, I just, <laughs> you know, just want to say, Kamisi's getting her
0: adult shit together. Yeah. Her I'm ASP, very proud. ASAP is all I got to say. And... I've done, like, I'm doing a lot with, like, just my inner work, myself. Mm -hmm. You know I'm trying? Mm -hmm. I've been still getting, like, a little bit of hits where I've been trying to do stuff Mm -hmm. and I get blocks. Mm -hmm. But I'm just realizing, like, I got to be with the ebbs and flows. Maybe it's just not my time, whatever. Mm -hmm. But also, I'm just trying to also go harder in everything I do Mm because I feel like I'm very lax. Not Mm going to lie. Mm -hmm. Very chill. Actually, I think that I get overwhelmed before I do shit, Mm -hmm. which is weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I tell my friends about themselves who do that. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, I'm really realizing a lot. And I think I'm growing in this Q1 quarter. And I'm really, like, Q1 quarter. That was stupid. That's right. Like <laughs> quarter one. In quarter. quarter one. And <laughs> quarter one. And, you know, like, I think that I'm just try- really trying to just be inspired. So it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. We still have, like, one more month. So I'm going to try to, like, go strong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's a good month, too. Women's History Month. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Black girls. He's about to stand up. I mean, This episode is also in Black History Month, but you know how that's been going. So, Yeah, we're going to get into our unauthorized social media commentary for today. And we're basically going to be talking about the death of Pop Smoke, Kobe Bryant, and Gianna Bryant, also known as Gigi. So on January 26th of this year, Kobe and Gigi Bryant died in a helicopter crash in Calabasas, California. They had other passengers such as Peyton Chester, Sarah Chester, Alyssa Altobelli. Carrie Altobelli, John Altobelli, and Christina Moser, which is the, co- the coach and the pilot Ara Zobayan. I'm saying it wrong, right? Zobayan, Zobayan. I don't know. Okay. And then basically, what happened? It was heavy fog, and the speed of the helicopter basically caused a crash. The pilot was allotted special visual visual flight rules during the day, um, but this did not go the way it was meant to go. So they end up. The helicopter ended up crashing. TMZ was one of the first people to um, actually report on this. And I think we all went through shock like worldwide mm-hmm. because I think growing up in such a social media age, we all basically like we're like on our phones seeing this R.I.P. Kobe, R.I.P. Gigi, very confused. Mm-hmm. I think I specifically speaking for myself, I was at a basketball game, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, what's going on? Like <laughs> I'm seeing this R.I.P. stuff And I'm just not believing it at all. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is not real. Mm -hmm. That's it, right? But currently the memorial for Kobe Bryant is set to be on today, which is two twenty four, which is the day we're actually recording the podcast. But like now we also know that Vanessa is currently suing the company, Island Express helicopters, since it's believed that the helicopters were placed in the air when air conditions were not safe for flying. So Mm -hmm. that's right now like the current update. Mm -hmm. But you know, I wanna hear like how you felt about it um any reactions family wise like you know mm-hmm. um yeah like you i didn't believe it
1: mm-hmm. at the beginning my mom my mom was actually the first person to tell me i did not even seen it on social media yet and um I'm not saying I didn't believe my mom. I like I thought it was a hoax. Like I thought she saw Mm -hmm. some shit on Facebook, and you know, like it's always some yeah, Mm -hmm. it's always something on Facebook. And like Morgan Freeman died a couple years ago Mm -hmm. on Facebook, (laughs) like he's alive. Mm -hmm. So I was like, no way. And then like in that same moment that I go to pick up my phone to like look it up, my dad calls me and is Mm -hmm. like, "Yo, did you hear that Kobe died?" Mm -hmm. I was like wow i mean not that my dad is more reputable than my mom but like clearly that's what you think though because you. <laughs> my dad's not on social media so mm. if he gets his information it's from the news okay so i feel you. it is reputable so you're basically saying that your dad
0: is more reputable than your mom
1: depending on the news okay whatever oh god things are getting twisted all i'm saying is now two people said it it seems mm. a little bit more concrete got you and i think it's just weird because like i feel like you know i feel like my dad kind of looks like kobe um, yeah, he does, People have actually. told me that before, too. And he's and, really tall. And he's Yeah, he's tall. He plays basketball as well. They're not... My dad's older, much older than Kobe. But, um, yeah, I feel like that, too. The fact that he's just a, a dad and, and finding out that, Kobe, like, yeah. Gigi was on the helicopter, mm-hmm. too. Like, that whole situation just... It kept getting worse. And we grew up with Kobe. Like, Kobe yeah. was our LeBron, you know, mm-hmm. for, like, this generation. And I feel like just finding out that he was dead, it... It affected me more than I feel like I would have. If someone would have asked me that randomly, like, "Oh, would do you think you'd be affected by Kobe Bryant's death?" like mm-hmm. before this had ever happened, I I feel like I'd be like, "Oh, I feel like it's sad," but I I the way that it affected me surprised me.
0: Yeah, me too. I was actually very like like internally hurt. Yeah, in a way, like I didn't really know this person, so it it like hits me differently when I don't know someone mm-hmm. and I feel really really taken back by mm-hmm. it so i was kind of shocked with myself like wow this is how i'm reacting to a death of someone i really didn't know mm-hmm. but it's also the impact that he had mm-hmm. you know he's such a great influence he was such a great influence in this life so mm-hmm. it's kind of like it makes sense mm-hmm. in a certain way yeah this shit is crazy it's still crazy it's to still me. surreal like i'm just like what yeah. i i'm just taken aback, back 100 um i definitely do think that I'm in between this spot where it's like, oh, if it's meant to happen, it should happen. But also, like, this doesn't make sense. This is why I can't really agree with certain sayings because it kind of throws me back because, you know, they always say, like, oh, if you're meant to die, or so if it's your time to go, then, you know, you just have to accept it. And, you know, that's how things work. But some things don't make sense and some things, like, you know, could be avoided in mm-hmm. a sense. And I think that's also why it's so... T- like everyone's so affected by it because it's kind of like this happened, but it was through a traumatic incident mm-hmm. that honestly the l a helicopter l a p d helicopters were not supposed to be like everyone was grounded that day, mm-hmm. but your your helicopter decided to like get special visual um flight rules during that day and was able to go up into the sky, which is like if that didn't happen, this would not have happened. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's kind of like. Twelve years old too for Gigi Bryant. She's twelve. She was twelve years old, like baby. Ugh, a baby. A so baby. Her um, <clears throat> all her teammates. Most of her te- like two of her teammates were on the on the flight with her and on the the on the helicopter sorry the helicopter with her and they're also pretty young the coach was there everyone there was pretty much a young person because none of them are old Kobe's still young like Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so it's kind of just interesting to see like life taken away at such a traumatic incident such a like a vital point in their life you know people really starting to like really give back Kobe just retired literally and now he's starting to live his life do, do the things that he's kind of meant to do and then it's like She's gone.
1: Mm-hmm. And he just, like, I, I really appreciated, like, leading up. It's crazy that that meme that just coming out, mm-hmm. out about With his daughter. both
0: of them. With the WNBA, yeah, yeah, I think
1: so, too. Like, not even just about the WNBA, but, like, it was just the meme of, like, him and his daughter mm-hmm. sitting on the sidelines and him, like, explaining something to her. Mm-hmm. And then everyone was just talking about, like, oh, me trying to explain to my girl. That yeah. Da, 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 da. And it was just to be funny, but it, I think it's so insane that, like, that blew up literally weeks before such a terrible like mm-hmm. both of them not mm-hmm. just Kobe who we know is obviously a superstar but like his daughter who I feel like people know but they didn't like
0: know so much attention, attention to her cause mm-hmm. it's like they don't really pay attention until you hit that wave you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying cause I wasn't like necessarily Jaden or Willow like, yeah. it wasn't
1: until they got like popping that
0: people were like oh yeah, yeah. those are Smith, Jada's yeah, camps, they're like, you know, so you don't really pay attention till they're at that pinnacle mm-hmm. point. So I think it's interesting too because people were really starting to look like, mm-hmm. Wow, you know, she's doing really great things. Mm-hmm. She's the one that's kind of following in his footsteps, too. Mm-hmm.
1: She was she, exactly, and yeah, the way and like you were saying, like you support that WNBA, yeah,
0: he like, definitely supported that WNBA. I think that's really important to
1: be mm-hmm. And like, she and like she probably he would have really made things move. Like, I really feel like if she would have been in the WNBA. You're There'd never be no question hear.
0: that they would be second tier the way that they're looked at right now.
1: He would not allow it, and he would make he would have made it mad cool like to go to the WNBA games. And I mean, he
0: already was going and making it cool already. He
1: he was making it cooler than it like I feel like, and her pay. I I know they complain complaining about pay all the time. Um, there's this you know this page I should follow. Girl Sports TV, learn about it. Um, on Instagram, and like WNBA players get paid like shit compared mm-hmm. to like they do yeah. I get it, they're not bringing in the same ticket sales. But that's because but of, that's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole like, issue. literally. <laughs>
0: so it's kind of like going into the diving into that would be crazy. <laughs> but it is something that we should talk about because I do feel like with him, he was supporting the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about the fact that he was a girl dad that was trending within the week that he passed away. And I also think it's interesting that people were like, oh, wow, like, so supportive of having daughters when...
1: Last week, y'all was not not saying that. (laughs) Let's just be
0: honest. But that's still (laughs) such, like post is like um influence, influence. so it's in- yeah. amazing to see it's amazing because i support you guys now that you guys have changed quote unquote like Same. i'm gonna let niggas change it's fine <laughs> i'm gonna let y'all change but really prove to yourselves because if you're saying you want to be a girl dad kobe knew what it meant to be a, a girl dad
1: mm-hmm. and kobe's such a good example because he's someone who's really been through shit like mm-hmm. i feel like kobe has been on both sides yeah he's been on the positive side and, and the, the negative, negative side, side yep. especially dealing with the idea of like women so I feel like to be able to come from something that was seen as negative in the past, reinvent yourself, come back, be even be a, be a better person than you've ever been to your kids, to your wife, to your mm-hmm. family and then to like the world. I don't know, like it's just kind of amazing. It's amazing. It's sad that so. he It's so sad that this happened. It's like mm-hmm. literally terrible.
0: Um, I haven't watched the Memor- I haven't watched the memorial yet, but um, definitely will m- watch the memorial later. I just didn't want to be in a certain space before starting the podcast. For to sure. me, so um, I definitely want to watch it later and stream it and see how it was. And I try to stay up for social media today too because I know everybody was like going ham with everything. Mm-hmm. I think it was so intentional that they definitely picked this day two twenty four because sure. her numbers two, his own is twenty four, mm-hmm. and was eight two. So it's like. Amazing. I honestly think um everything they're doing right now is you know, I just hope Vanessa and her family and the rest of people, like his family also, mm-hmm. like the Bryant family overall is just able to like, you know, mourn this loss in the way that they should. Mm-hmm. In the way that's correct for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like people don't know how grief looks because there's really no typical grief. So like you
1: know, Yeah, it's different for everybody. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to deal with it in their own way.
0: And for us too, like everyone out here who's not necessarily affiliated with Kobe or knows Kobe firsthand, mm-hmm. I hope that you're also figuring out ways to deal with the grief too, specifically. But we're going to move on from the death of Kobe, Vine, and Gigi, we're going to talk about another death that occurred. So this is kind of like another one. Crazy. Crazy. Didn't expect it. So- <clears throat> on february 19th which is literally last week mm-hmm. um bashar barack jackson was murdered in his Hollywood home in an apparent armed robbery i put quotes in armed robbery the details are still being uncovered we have no idea what's going on so bashar is known as pop smoke but also known as the big flossy woo um he was up and coming new york brooklyn specifically rapper he put canarsie on the map um, he was, like, a very much a creator in the Brooklyn drill scene. So drill is, like, more Chicago-based rap. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, Chief Keef, and, you know, they pioneered that kind of drill beat or whatever. But, you know, he was really putting Canarsie on the map with this <laughs> different type of, like, vibe, you feel me? Welcome to the party. It's <laughs> one of his top hits. Dior, yeah. no, another top hit. Like, you can't go to any party in Brooklyn and not hear that. Mm-hmm. He definitely just dropped his second album which is meet the woo 2 mm-hmm. i've been listening to it diana probably didn't no okay <laughs> but i'm mad harsh but <laughs> but um yeah we're just gonna like basically say like you know our hearts go out to their fa- his family as well for sure and all his 12 girlfriends okay that was annoying <laughs> no um
1: i mean look it is what it is if it's the truth it's the truth regardless it's sad that a yeah. young Black man. 20 years
0: old. Like, he's a baby. A
1: baby. He couldn't even legally
0: drink. Right.
1: And he's... Now his life is taken away. Like, right. and his career had just started. hmm
0: Like, literally six months ago, he just... Like, he just he hopped just on the map. Up. Like just hopped did Like... We did not know who he was until six months ago. But I think it's just... Unless you really were following him from before yeah, that. Yeah. But, you know, his song Beach became King. really, really popular. Like, welcome, welcome to the Party is lit. That gets... That gets the people going. It gets the thing? people going. It gets people
1: going. I wasn't. A, I'm not even in front. Was I'm I, I, like I would say. I've been saying like, yeah, I'm not the biggest pop smoke fan, but this still is. is Did you time for
0: that?
1: No, I just think that it's important for me to say because oh, you don't want
0: to feel like a bandwagon. Yeah.
1: Thing. Okay. And because I feel like you don't need to be a fan of an artist to so, still mm-hmm. see something as a tragedy or mm-hmm. still see it as something sad, and I feel like. You know, I could be taken as someone who was bashing Pop Smoke because I definitely was saying bad things about his music. But regardless,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: beyond that, yeah.
0: I mean, it's a very, it's very sad. I think the entirety of Brooklyn felt it. I feel like we're very much so close knit that it's like somebody dies for us and we feel it hard. You know what I'm saying? And someone's so young too, and just from the area he's from, like there's probably like nobody that really put Canards in the map rap wise. Like you know, there's always people coming out and trying to like rap from every sector of Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. But, you know, to really make it, too, is so... It's amazing. And, you know, a lot of people have not done that. And just knowing how people are in Brooklyn, like, you have friends, you have family, like, you bring them with (laughs) you. And I feel like that's the kind of person he was Mm -hmm. because you see that a lot of his friends were with him, you know, when he's coming up. And I think all the tributes that I've seen, it seems like he was just such a great person to be around. He had that energy, whatever. Um, And even though the world did not get to know more about him and wasn't able to experience more of his music i'm happy that we got these two albums and you know i hope that everyone who is affiliated with him or you know everyone that knows him will continue to kind of like put on and allow him to allow his music to just be eternal you know what i'm saying cuz i think that's very important
1: i feel one like the like the one positive thing that comes out of all of these things is like because they were famous mm-hmm. they both Kobe and Pop, like they do, they have left a legacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And I feel like they didn't leave this world unremembered, unimportant. Mm-hmm. That's like the the one positive thing that you know they'll they'll always like Pop will now be a Brooklyn legend. Yeah, he's well,
0: memorial like he he's memorialized like he memorialized will, yeah, yeah in a way that. Probably Biggie would be in a sense for like the new generation tech. Like, je- definitely Gen Z is like all over this. Cause- like,
1: welcome to the party anthem. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's been the anthem, mm-hmm. but now it will
0: be 10 years from now. Like, it's still, an still going to yeah. be played. Like, mm-hmm. and I think it's crazy too because. Honestly, I wanted to see him and Bobby Shmurda have a song together. I thought that would have been very mm-hmm. interesting just for, like, the whole summer scene. Mm-hmm. Well, he was not even come out this summer, but, you know, <laughs> in the summer, but... In the future. In the when future, you yeah. <laughs> you know? But it would have been really interesting just to see, like, something... Like, just music between them because that's two Brooklyn people mm-hmm. right there. Like, two Brooklyn rappers about to really kick it off. And I think seeing that would have really changed... New York rap, in a sense, because not saying that we don't have New York rappers, because we do. We have our legends, you know, we, got, we still have living legends, Jay-Z, Nas, um, Nicki Minaj. We had them still living, but the rap scene right now, we don't really have current people. You know, I'm not saying they're not current, Jay-Z's will always be current. Nas will always be current. Nicki Minaj will always be current. But new up and coming, we didn't have that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying for a pretty decent amount of time. So
1: we didn't, and I feel like that's even an love and hip hop.
0: Don't even got nobody coming out. <laughs>
1: that's true. Love and hip hop is trash. I don't know. Like if you love and hip hop making songs, you're probably not gonna make it. <laughs> Cardi, Cardi is the only one. <laughs> Cardi is the only one. Cardi got off that show so quick. Like, right. Please let's understand. And never that. look back. She never looked back. You don't see her features quick here and there. No, she's done with that. But I, I feel like also like New York, like we have a certain style of rap, and mm-hmm. I
0: feel like. Very hard, very heavy hitter, very quick punch lines. Like,
1: and it's also top of the line. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always. Top I think of the it's line. tough to make it here. It's always been like the bar. Like, not mm. not the bar, because obviously there's different ways. But like the bar for like quality. Nah, now, don't even.
0: We are the bar for, we, quality, for rap. quality rap. For quality rap, we are the
1: bar. So, you know, I just feel like Atlanta took over. And Atlanta like it has, take over. They've
0: been dragging but it. it is
1: not quality rap. Like, it's not Outkast, mm-hmm. which was Atlanta quality rap. Like, mm-hmm. that's their bar. It, it is it's like, similar
0: sounds and just renditions of other people's sounds, really and truly.
1: They all sound the same.
0: Yeah. like Young Thug kind of gave them that flow. Young
1: Young Thug is like a, a trailblazer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's future. Future, Trailblazer, those two, like, Atlanta kings, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: everyone Future's else,
0: Atlanta, huh? I'm trying to think if Future is.
1: Future is definitely from Atlanta. If he's not, I'll be flabbergasted. From- I, know, let me see. I was actually talking <laughs> to somebody today. You know the word flabbergasted, right? Yeah. Do you know where you learned it from? No. I think it's from Between the Lions. Do you remember that show? Um, <laughs> uh, no. Between the Lions,
0: okay. Between okay. the Books,
1: Between the Lions.
0: <laughs> They're both, no, um... Young Thug is from Atlanta. I learned it from Between the Lines. Between the Lines. Flabbergasted.
1: Flabbergasted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's from Atlanta. I don't Features think so. from Atlanta. Elizabeth Money. Oh, yeah, he is. Right. Yeah, you already know. That. <laughs>
0: I didn't, I don't know. I didn't know. He could be from Louisiana. No, I'm kidding. He couldn't. He doesn't got no know what accent.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, it's just very sad stuff. That, yeah, that, it's
0: that very that crazy. Down. Um, Honestly. No,
1: another thing that's preventable as well.
0: Oh, yeah. That sucks. Yeah, another thing that could have been preventable. I think we've just gone through so many... Like, this is a lot for, like, the first two months mm-hmm. of 2020. Like, very traumatic, but people of influence. I think it's very interesting. I really think what's interesting is the setting. Mm-hmm. Because it's very... To me, they have common settings, which is just California. Mm-hmm. So, something should be spoken about when it comes to, like, California and... um just the deaths that are going on because if we're like expanding back to 2019 you had nipsey hustle and it's just like very traumatic deaths in a way that in a way that there's a lot of bloodshed you know people are dying in an interesting way which just leads me to feel a type of way about california even though it's like un, like it's not called for you know what I'm it's saying? not the best state it's not it's well, i'm trying to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no because to me it's like you move away for like definitely for pop smoke you move away from the hood like you tried to, you team, made it out. They be. I guess they the hood. <laughs> it's like I'm in between saying that they the hood and they not, because, like, Canarsie, for real. What do you think it?
1: Pop would say? He could say whatever he want to say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I, I would say, I guess if you want to call it the hood, because there are people who are impoverished everywhere, so you're going to look at it. Canarsie, I just felt like growing up, Canarsie, you passed by, that's where the people who had houses were, right? People in Canarsie mm-hmm. have houses. I mean, there are still the peas in Canarsie, but majority is like, that's suburbia of Brooklyn. So
1: It's funny. I feel like that's a very New York thing that like houses don't equate to, Property, to poverty, Yeah, but it's, that's not true. Yeah, you're right. Honestly, this is, I mean, this is off topic, which quickly, the, the projects in Long Island, those are houses. Oh, okay. It's crazy. It looks like a schoolyard. More you go st- to the projects in Long Island. Don't worry about what I do in Long Island. You don't know my life. Oh, you got niggas in Long Island. But <laughs> <laughs> niggas in Long Island. Heard Nah, it's <laughs> different. It, it's a it's a, it's a true connection. It's it's family. But that's um, interesting. Yeah, it's just. I mean, who are we to say who has money and who right, doesn't? Based but off where they just live.
0: based off of like, like going go going focus. back to young me.
1: Oh, you saw a house. You said these house niggas ain't broke.
0: Money, like <laughs> house was money. So. I guess but you know leaving somewhere where you because he did talk about the fact that as i'm gonna say pop smoke did say like he did come from poverty he was doing a lot of these things because of his life because of where he came his from yeah. his circumstances so him making it in this way was very important for him because he felt like he was being an influence to people who could see there's another way out you know there's something mm-hmm. else you can do like you can make it through your problems and i think going to hollywood Hollywood Hills specifically. We talking about Hidden Hills, okay? Let me just say something with Hidden Hills. <laughs> My only thing with this being an armed robbery, why? Okay, Hidden Hills is Where's huge, the security? right? Where's the security? One, Hidden Hills is huge. You know how? Let me just name people. I'm gonna name two people that live in Hidden Hills. Let's just I'm gonna do, Drake mm. <laughs> and motherfucking Kanye West. <laughs> okay, so like that's just two people that I'm naming, right? Just two people. I think Two huge people. Two huge people, right? If these people live in Hidden Hills, what is it that made you come for Pop Smoke? You know, it's like, it seems very interesting. And I think that whole jealousy thing is- in- no, we know exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> he had the address. I mean, that's true. But how far would it be to find another house? You know how many rich people live in that but, area? But yeah, but you can't- I
1: feel like it's different. What like it's different. to,
0: Like you're right. Drake probably would have security. You don't play with that. Sec-
1: Drake. Yeah, Drake has security. <laughs> Drake. Soldier voice.
0: But I feel like, he, like
1: somebody, like somebody wasn't like, hey, no one knows where the fuck Drake lives, but they, there's clout in robbing pop smoke. Mm-hmm. They like it's. It, it was like, oh, I dead know where he's at. I'm. A, I'm gonna pull up and I'm gonna go there. Whether it was because of the 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 bags or if it was an inside job Mm -hmm. and somebody from his crew gave out the address i don't know the situation um but i think it's it was targeted it was it was targeted it wasn't for a random family that lived next door it was for pop smoke and whatever right yeah this person had
0: like a vendetta. these people vendetta
1: or like how we were talking about before the podcast like this idea of clout and like people like that kind of clout, people really do look for. Like I, like, I know people who think who would think that's cool. Like, oh, you robbed Pop Smoke? Oh, wow. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I see what you mean. Like, you did that? Like, oh, yeah. Like, you can go back and you can brag about that to your friends. Like, mm-hmm. there's a level of... Hopefully your
0: friends will tell the cops. <laughs> uh, crossing my fingers. <laughs> right. Because like... we need to get this situated. Yes. So, anyway, on to other things. Um, Like we said, our hearts go out to the family of Pop Smoke and... In- all of those affiliated with him and know him you know mm. but however harvey weinstein the movie mogul is found guilty on two charges criminal sexual assault and rape in a third degree he faces up to 25 years for his sexual assault conviction
1: about goddamn time right okay. right <laughs> it's been a long time tonight
0: <laughs> He's not even a nigga. Sorry, I, I gotta stop saying nigga casually. It's hard, for yeah. Everybody. It's just like a,
1: it's a <laughs> like, like a gender non-specific, right? Like racial anybody non-specific, <laughs> until it becomes racial.
0: Well, yeah, because this one is actually racial. So, mm-hmm. um, with this, I just think that just the whole situation and the things that he's done and the women that he's affected—it's ridiculous that it had to take this long. But we know that this is how it is with sexual assault cases because. I'm going to just put this in quotes. I'm doing finger quotes right now. People do not believe women or men whenever they talk about being raped, okay? Mm -hmm. People do not believe sexual assault victims for whatever reason that is. And, you know, it's mainly because it is a he said, she said situation. Mm -hmm. But if you have evidence, I don't get why it takes longer. People slide these things to the back burner and that is an issue that we need to come and face full on in 2020 because we have things that are brewing and we have men who've done ridiculous things, you know, and it's very difficult to stand behind people. And they have these titles like movie mogul or like Bill Cosby, who's the, we looked at as like the freaking one of the greatest African-American African-Americans in the um TV industry at the time. But you need to be struck with these titles if you have no respect for others and you're sick in the motherfucking head. That's it. I said I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. Tired of the bullshit.
1: Yeah, it's definitely like a power thing. It
0: is like That's fucking sick.
1: Yeah, it, it's a disgusting power construct, and we have to change it, and i'm yeah, getting course, away
0: with it for so long. That
1: is just insane. Like you said, getting away with it—it's crazy, ridiculous. yes
0: yeah, So we're gonna talk about basically grief on un- in this unauthorized thought. We're gonna talk about the ways in which we've learned to handle our grief, and just like relatable experiences. I feel like it's important as people of color, <laughs> black people, I had to cough because I was just trying to be politically correct, but fuck it, black people to, um, kind of just understand who we are when it comes to pain. I think trauma is very much rooted in our culture, and so I think it's important for us to understand, um, the different ways it may affect us and the ways that we can learn to cope from it, and, um, specifically because we have just dealt with so many traumatic deaths in- birth in two months of this year, honestly, that it is very hard for us as a community to kind of like recover. But I think discussing it really allows us to shed more light on it because grief comes in different ways. Mm -hmm. There is no typical response to loss because there is no typical loss. And I think that's important to really keep in mind. And 100% like grief is not only for the loss of someone it could also be Mm. the loss of something so I think that's also something we have to keep in mind too like you can lose a job that is a thing but it had a personal tie to you so it's also grieving that Mm, you know that
1: was was deep
0: (laughs) so you know like everything comes with a loss like you could have lost something personal to you like memorabilia I lost something personal to me in like last year, and I felt a way about it. You know, like there's things that you feel ties to, Sometimes and it doesn't mean it doesn't make you like materialistic to feel a sense of loss from these things. So <laughs> Diana's like, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> no, I think if. Something belongs to someone that you love. Of course. I'm, and that person, you're mm-hmm. I'm joking. <laughs> you're <joking>. the <must> dickhead. <laughs>
1: there are certain things that have sentimental Mental value. a value, yeah. right.
0: So it's just understanding that it's not only, there's not only one way to look at loss. Like, you shouldn't look at somebody be like, damn, you bitch, you lost your job. Like, mm-hmm. get over it. Like, that's not okay. Someone worked there for however long. Even if it's six months, it still meant something to that person. So just always understand that. And with that being said, I think the first one that we can really talk about is acknowledging your pain. And so, like, I know for myself, um, I just speak about me because <laughs> who else can I speak on, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is sometimes difficult. I've been through different stages of grief just with people within my familial life and um, just people like family, friends and stuff like that. I've been to so many funerals, honestly, that I don't go to funerals now. as a, Like, just as a part of me saying, like, I don't really enjoy these things. Mm-hmm. Um I'm still trying to figure out what that means for myself. Like, that's just something that I noticed that I've started mm-hmm. doing. Like, my mom would be like, oh, this person passed away. Do you want to go? No. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, my number one, like, don't even ask me. I'm mm-hmm. not going. So, um, acknowledging my pain, I think, is just, like, for me, just saying, like, damn, this hurt. Um, How am I going to go about it now? Like, am I, like, what is the kind of, what feelings do I feel from this? Like, what is it? And sometimes for me, like, it's not, like, Diana, we were talking about crying originally. <laughs> I, mean, I may not cry. Because for me, anytime someone tells me, like, oh, this person died, I'm like, fuck you mean. Like, Especially if it's shocking. I'm never like, oh, okay, like, this happened. So, for me, I'll be like, oh, okay, like, um, my mom told me someone passed away. I'm like, really? I gotta really believe it. You know what I'm saying? I have to really think believe that it happened for it to like for me to acknowledge my pain in a sense to like be like oh can you see like are you okay right now and I need that time alone Mm -hmm. after someone tells me Mm -hmm. to sit there and like debrief myself and probably like I really don't I'm not able to acknowledge it till after like the funeral Mm -hmm. because I'm still just going through the motions honestly Mm -hmm. I'm going through the motions until I see like the body in the casket or I've never been to a funeral where they um do ashes just because of the nature of my familial life, which is where Caribbean and they don't really believe in like the ashes thing. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. So yeah, I've never like, that's one of the ways though, for me. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, For me, I, I've, I have, I've, I've been lucky enough, blessed enough to like not experience so much death in my life. Mm-hmm. My grandparents have been the biggest deaths uh, mm-hmm. that I've had to deal with, but I have done, you know, I have experienced grief, loss of a job, um loss of a family pet whether it's because they passed away or your mother goes and sells them without oh permission oh my god it's what it is right um <laughs> you're really coming at your mom but um, <laughs> I'm not tired. I'm telling her. <laughs> she knows how i feel but um yeah uh, i i feel like as interesting as you say that i remember my grandfather passed away mm-hmm. um it was the morning of thanksgiving and me and my mom were gonna fly to virginia to visit her brother and we were going to actually spend thanksgiving with them and i typically spend thanksgiving um with both of my parents but like my my dad's side of the family Mm -hmm. um which was my grandparents it was my grandparents on my father's side and my dad called me and he told me that my grandfather passed away and i remember and i was probably like 12 at this i was like 12 13 12 i don't i think 12 Um, (laughs) But I just remember... I remember crying because I felt I was supposed to cry. Oh, okay. And not because... It's funny. You told me She always crying. She's she's always crying. I don't always cry. But I I did... Even a forced cry. In in that moment, I... And, like... I felt like I had to cry because of, like, like everyone was waiting. Like, everyone was kind of holding their breath, Mm -hmm. preparing for me to cry. And I cried, and I was like, I don't, like, this is, this is, this is, I'm forcing this right now. Mm -hmm. Not saying that I wasn't sad, but um, because he was the first death I'd ever experienced, I don't think I understood it. And it wasn't until, like, time passed a little bit more. That I realized, like, oh, he's really not coming back, Mm -hmm. like, ever. And and I and I I just remember thinking, like, oh shit, like this is permanent. Mm -hmm. Like a permanent marker is nothing. (laughs) You could write on yourself on your skin and it will go away. You could write and it will fade, but this, like this, it was like it was the first time I ever understood what the word permanent meant and I feel like that to me was crazy and then I would I would I, I cried on my own I was by myself and then I also cried on the day of his funeral mm-hmm. when I saw him in the casket because it was like there this is the proof that it's real right? yeah even though we I feel like this isn't spoken about a lot people don't look the same they don't
0: the formaldehyde, what is it? The formaldehyde? The
1: formaldehyde, the yeah. natural body gases of, like, from
0: death. They look so skinny. Like, the face is, like, just sucked in. Really? My mm.
1: grandfather looked fat.
0: Yeah, some people look fat, depending on where they do it. So, like, I've been to, like, my grandpa, we had to take him mm-hmm. to Guyana, and he was skinnier mm-hmm. because Guyana is different. They don't use as much. I forgot what my mom said, it's but they don't use certain stuff. things. Yeah. yeah.
1: My, grandfather, my grandfather was also Jewish, so I don't know if that... If they do something else, I Maybe don't even do a little
0: differently. I don't
1: know what the Jews do, but um, I remember I was like, who's this nigga? Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, was
1: like I remember telling like my like, friend, I, <laughs> I was like, wait, this is not my grandfather. Or- but I remember walking into the room and like seeing my family, mm-hmm. like everyone, like his daughter who, like, it's not my dad's biological. Oh, getting too deep. Point is, I saw his daughter there, <laughs> and I never see her. Like, she mm-hmm. never comes around. The fact that she was there, like, she brought me the tears. Like, seeing her.
0: Reaction, yeah. She
1: she wasn't even crying. I just walked into the room, and she was, like, the first person I made eye contact with. And I'm like, you're fucking here? Like, yeah. you, you don't come to shit. Like, you're not at Thanksgiving. You're not at Christmas. You don't call. But you're here. Like, I felt like, oh, I remember just being like, oh shit like, it's real yeah I just burst I burst into tears, tears. <laughs> For, th-
0: those are not forced though <laughs> but yeah the second thing I think we can talk about too is accepting that grief can trigger many different and unexpected emotions so people think sometimes that grief only leads you to crying or you should only be like sad but I think sometimes you get angry okay cause like mm-hmm. with me I was angry I was angry at my aunt when she passed away, mainly because I felt like like she was sick, right? So I was just angry <clears> because it's like, I don't know how you got sick, but you were sick. And, like, you weren't really open enough to tell everyone about your sickness. You just kind of lived with it yourself. So then your death comes in an unexpected way, though, like, you were sick. Like, that bothered me. But it's also, like... Part of me is like I have to allow that person to do what they felt like was right in that time, but it Like you know what? I really don't give a fuck Like I feel like when you are sick you need other people Like I really think you need other people to know about your situation so that they can really just help you Like whatever it is could be because people are like your family is really there for that purpose like those are the people that you lean back on but in hindsight respecting her decision as she's no longer here and respecting the dead, honestly. I feel like she did what she thought was right. And I might never see eye to eye with that, but I'm okay with everything that happened because that's the only way that it did. So, mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I feel like I feel like anger is definitely an emotion. You're 100% allowed to have mm-hmm. when general grief. I think people don't like that, though. They, they don't, don't like, like to you hear being it. angry. They don't like to hear it, but... I'm mad you're not here. Mm-hmm. I'm mad you're not here. Right. And I feel like, in a similar way to you, like with my grandfather, like no one told me how sick he was. Like I knew he was old, you know, mm-hmm. took pills. But it wasn't until after his death I found out he had cancer, he had this, he had that. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm I, of course you should always treat like your loved ones with the utmost respect and da-da-da-da. But like, I'm I'm not going to lie. If if I would have known he was a lot sicker than what they were telling me or led mm-hmm. me to believe, like, I may have spent more time with him. Mm-hmm. I may have said more things that I felt like I had time to say, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like they take that away from you because they're... And they're trying to protect you. Yeah, I feel it. like they do it like, I don't want Kimisi to stress. I don't want any... Mm-hmm. Like, my family to be, like, stressed over me and da 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 and all that. But it's like... It's not stress when you want to do it for somebody, when you Mm -hmm. want to, when you want to, sorry, I'm making all types of sound (laughs) effects over here, but when you want to be there for somebody and
0: support them during a hard time. 100%. Mm -hmm. The third one is just understanding that um the grieving process will be unique to you so your process does not look like anyone else's it does not look like how the tv determines it to be Mm. it literally does not look like what anyone else has done because you are just completely unique individual and i think taking that into consideration will really help you when you're on the journey of like whatever it looks like because if we're talking about losing a job which like grieving that might not be the same way that somebody else grieves losing a job like some people some people might just jump back into like fuck it no job let me just start looking some people might take a couple months to just like recuperate and really like you know understand what that was like right they might want to talk to somebody they might not want to talk to people so I think that respecting people's boundaries but also respecting yourself and knowing yourself enough to be okay with whatever comes because I'm gonna tell y'all one thing that I'm not like 100% proud of but you know it is a podcast, so I'm gonna be transparent as possible. Um, I remember my uncle had passed away when I was in college, and right, you probably never heard about this, no. because I really did not give a fuck. But that is—it sounds bad, but like you're <laughs> I'm I'm laughing because it took a turn from what I
1: expected you to say. I like thought you were gonna tell me. Oh, like, my uncle passed, but I didn't talk to anybody about it. (laughs) And then she said I didn't give a fuck, so.
0: Yeah, but that was my, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I grieved it because, to me, he didn't really have an impact on my life. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because, like, we were just talking about Kobe, and I'm like, yo, I felt a way about this. Mm -hmm. But someone who is, like, my uncle, like, you're my blood, right? And I didn't really feel a close connection to you enough to even have any feelings towards it and I think that was interesting for me because I was I'm in college like I have the bit like I, now I'm now in the space where I'm making adult quote unquote decisions mm-hmm. I'm making adult like so I have adult thoughts you mm-hmm. know I think I'm a suede adult at this time like you really growing up on my own really learning my emotions and who I am and to not feel away. I feel like was unique to me but also unique to like my other uncle who was like oh when he told me I was like I'm not really pressed." so <laughs> which sounds bad but we never really had a connection like I really didn't see him like that yeah. it's like people that you they're your family but you really don't know them you know and I I like I really don't know you I didn't even know he was sick and the way that he died was really like sad like he was sick and he actually had like brain cancer or something you know don't remember much Mm. about it that's bad but um you know like it just like I think sometimes people think that it's uncomfortable to like not give a fuck like I feel like it's like damn you don't care
1: I don't know I feel like you should like you can't force emotions right that's how I felt crying
0: but (laughs) (laughs) that's how I felt though and I feel like when I say like because my I remember my mom being like oh you want to go to the funeral and I was in school I was like I'm not coming down for that like And she was like, are you sure? Like, you won't regret it? I'm like, ooh, I really don't feel like I will. Like, I have no feelings towards it. And I feel like that is different. Like, I'm grieving. I should have been, like, it's like I was grieving in a sense, like, wow, he's not here anymore. But it wasn't pulling me with emotions, like, wow, I'm so lost without this soul in my life. So I think that it was a unique experience for me because I Mm -hmm. never felt like that about somebody before.
1: Mm -hmm. And I feel like, like, there's a lot of pressure put on to people on how they're quote-unquote supposed to grieve Mm -hmm. and it's like just because it affects you this way does not mean it has to affect me and that example is like like it is unique to you what that person's impact had on your life is different than Mm -hmm. anyone else in your family so you don't make me feel bad
0: for not can, like I was like y'all cannot make me feel bad for not really giving a fuck. It's not that I I feel like we didn't have a special connection. Mm-hmm. Not even special. We had no connection. Like you know. I feel like sometimes don't like to hear that stuff. Sometimes I think this is a regular <laughs> thing for most people. Like your dad's family is just not as close to you as your mom's family is. Like I literally know a lot of my mom's family, mm-hmm. especially because they're just big, and you know my mom is there versus my dad not nah, he's not a deadbeat but like, that just sounded bad like oh he's a deadbeat nah he's not a deadbeat but my mom is just there right and so like I think um for me I'm just closer to them I just well have so much love for them that I know if anything happens to anyone of them I feel away but my dad's family we're just not as close I think going there, just I just they didn't really like them like that but they're cool, I guess now, cause I'm older. Mm-hmm. So, they're better now. Yeah, they're better now. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're better now. When I was younger, you know, you just be you're like, you're just always confused, like, why do these people not like seek me out or like look for me or whatever? They only look for me on like a holiday or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's weird. But thinking about it, people have shit to do. If I'm not your greatest priority, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And now it's like my ability to make those relationships if I want to. So mm-hmm. I think that opens up the space to look at it in a positive light, honestly. But yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah, that's some real <laughs> shit. Some real shit. <laughs> like, I it like, is what it is. honestly, you you being so honest and saying that made me want to say something. Like, what? But I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Because I feel like you and everyone else who listens to this will think I am a serial killer. Because <laughs> so. I, I like, I, I just completely feel that in the sense of like, just because your family does not mean, automatically mean that there's, like, a sense of closeness there Mm -hmm. or, like, Oh, that's 100%. So it's, like, just because this person is my blood does not mean I'm going to grieve for them, you know? And that's why Kobe may have affected you more because you heard Kobe's name more. Yeah.
0: I I felt like his impact was different. You know, I feel like once you're doing something for people, I really would feel like, I don't know how to explain it. I felt way about Kobe. That's all I'm really trying to say. And I didn't about my (laughs) uncle. It is what it is. It is what it is. Judge me if you want. That's it. Exactly. But the fourth one is seeking out face-to-face support from people who care about you. Like mm. I said, just talking to people can help with the grieving process. I know when Diana was going through her job loss, she talked to me about it. I don't know if that helps her or not. She could speak on that. Yeah, I definitely... <laughs> you know, I love, to, I love to talk about my emotions. Love to call someone up. Oh, that's her up. favorite shit. <laughs> love
1: to call someone up and be like, yo, this got me fucked up. Like, yo, look what they fucking did to me. Like, I love to call someone up because, like... It's just, especially when you're feeling, because I feel like at the end of the day, everything is. We're, I feel like you know we're animals. Ah, and I feel like seeking when out, shit. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like when we, when you experience grief, whether it's a job or loss of a loved one, loss of a friend, just because they're not in your life anymore, mm-hmm. they didn't even pass away. But um, I feel like it does instill that that uh fight or flight sense in a way mm-hmm. of fear, or not fear necessarily, but. Stress. Mm -hmm. Something in your body is being stressed. So I feel like the best way to combat stress is to be around people who don't stress you. People who make you like... Bring you back to earth. At least I know my mind is.
0: Yeah, like, like fucking going.
1: psycho. Yeah.
0: No, I agree. My mind goes wild. Like yeah. I was doing like a meditation one day, and my mind was falling. I had to stop. Laying.
1: Well, okay. <laughs> I I because that used to happen. When I was like, I can't fucking meditate. Because no, I do I can't it. Sometimes focus. I'm
0: really good, and sometimes I'm not.
1: They said let it wander, but you know they they always let me go back like, to like myself.
0: Yeah, they get back to let their center. I don't get back to the center sometimes. To the sound of your be, That's like me snack. I'd be wailing. Yeah.
1: wailing. <laughs> Where's my mind? <laughs> she left. That anxiety is real. Crazy. On. Let it go. I need yeah.
0: to let her go for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: yeah, f- support is everything. You need that support when life is not... It was a little shaky. Right.
0: Okay, so the next one would be support yourself emotionally by taking care of yourself physically. Mm. Which, like, people sometimes forget to, like, bathe and... Um, which is, a, some people don't bathe in general. But, you know, <laughs> you know, um, might forget to bathe, might forget to brush your teeth, which a bitch I worked with talked to me and didn't brush her every, teeth. This every is honestly day. off the topic. <laughs> every
1: oh, topic. day she was experiencing she, grief, sis. Don't, don't judge know. her.
0: She spoke to me and was like, y'all forgot <laughs> to brush my teeth today. And that blew mine. But anyway, on <laughs> to the next thing. Um, You know, making sure you're taking care of yourself physically. Like, you shouldn't just be, like, getting back into work if your body is not allowing it. So listen to, mm-hmm. to yourself and being like, yo, what do I need right now? Because, you know, a lot of the times, like, I was in school when things happened and I just didn't end up, like, taking days off from school when I was like, ooh, this is too much, mm-hmm. right? So just knowing that, like, hey, you are allowed to care about yourself. You are allowed to prioritize who you are. Like, you can turn in papers late. Like, it's okay because mm-hmm. you are grieving. Like, your mind should not always be stressed when you're going through this because- Honestly, if we are being real, a lot of the health issues that occur in people's lives come from stress or come from, like, issues that we create on the outside. So, like, they come internally, like, you know, not expressing yourself turns into high blood pressure, which Mm -hmm. people have, you know what I'm saying? So, just, like, be mindful of everything that is going on in your life and how best it can help you. That even goes into drinking and shit like that, y'all niggas, like, think that everything should be a coping thing like oh i'm coping by drinking it but is it because i think that sometimes we have to check ourselves like what reason am i doing this for mm-hmm. and that has been my big thing for 2020 like if i'm about to do something with someone like oh like they be like oh let's smoke right now i'm like hmm, what reason am i do-? like do i just want to smoke or am i tight right now and i want to escape this pain like i think it's very important to try to detach those things so you can really understand like okay This is the reason why I do this. Maybe I should do less of it. Or maybe I should take a step back from it. Let me see what works for me. Mm -hmm. You know? Because everything shouldn't be like, oh, I have to face this bottle tonight because I can't fucking deal with the shit that's going on in my life. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And then the last one is recognize the difference between grief and depression. I think that is harder (laughs) because I've never been able, like, I haven't been depressed in the sense of, like, clinically depressed. I have I feel like we all go through bouts of depression sometimes where you're just mad or sad like you have a combination of emotions that you can't express that kind of affects you for a longer period of time that you want and I think that would be a bout of depression and that's what I've experienced but I would never say that I've been depressed mm-hmm. so that's just something for me personally um so I think I've always been able to kind of separate grief and depression mm-hmm. so I feel like the difference
1: in grief and depression is, like,
0: time. Mm, okay. I feel like
1: just because, you know, you're stressed out. Like, it, when these things happen to you, you you have a right to not be okay, right? Mm. You have a right to not be 100% yourself. I feel like when the not being yourself becomes routine, even though time has passed, mm-hmm. even though you're, yeah, if you can't, if you start losing yourself in the process because you can't get over something, like you may be falling down the depression hole and you should, like, seek help.
0: Yeah. I think going through grief, essentially, like, and depression, even if you don't know what it is, you should... can trigger it. Oh, yeah, yeah, just in case. You can seek mental health. Like, talk to a mental health counselor just to get more of... Just just to get awareness of what you're going through so Mm -hmm. they can help you through the process because if you have grief that is leading into depression, you might need medication. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. like, you know, just start to, like, figure out those ways... So you can just help yourself be the best yeah. you that you can be.
1: And ultimately, you're just going to learn more about yourself and, like, just know how to navigate the world a lot better. Right, but now we're going to go into... <laughs> Who put you on, on a happier note? So, this actually had nothing to do with the tweet, but mm-hmm. I was on my way here and I read it on the bus. Right. But, you know, my sis, young M.A., said, <clears throat> I wish I could do her voice. It's deep as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Music don't feel the same because... That's not a good... Just yeah. do your regular voice, please. Oh, my God. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> music don't feel the same because we barely have R&B. and b brung that balance to music. No. I like
0: the brung. No, that really brings me to... Like, prung? brung? All right, I fuck with it. OD. Brung with a U. Y'all forgot... i you know. from New York, right? Yeah, she's, oh, I she's I from Brooklyn. Addering, so Addering. Shit, I forgot. I forgot. Like... I'm sorry. Why well, are you lady, sleeping
1: but- on the female rapper? Right, right.
0: I feel bad. I'm really like judging myself right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, sis had some words to say. She said, Music don't feel the same because we barely have R and B. R and B brung that balance to music. Now everything is leaning one way. SMH. So it gets played out quick. We need R and B for the balance. No cap. Cap with a K. Interesting. Love that. Uh- <laughs> <I love it. laughs> so um I feel like, you know, and then you got a whole bunch of people, people like, angry you about what you mean, I am Summer Walker, Kehlani, Janae, da 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 da, but not for nothing, I, and I love all three of those people, but they are not on the same level as like what R&B singers used to be like back in the day, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: R&B and rappers were on the same level of popularity. Mm-hmm. Migos is way bigger than Janae, and I love Janae, right. I love Janae more than Migos, but like Janae's, I don't know if they're as. F-
0: hmm, I wonder. I don't know the popularity scale between them. I'd but, have to go and check.
1: Because Jay Z and Beyonce, like that right to there. me is yeah, equal. right there. Mm-hmm. You know? um Jagged Edge, maybe not Jagged Edge per se. But you know R and B artists, yeah, D'Angelo, D'Angelo. Um, you know, let me stop before, cause I don't know what to, <laughs> I'm pulling I'm out to statistics and say. shit yeah. okay. out of my ass. So I just want to put y'all on to some R and B since my good sis was was saying something. But you know, we're gonna take it, make a little foreign foreign, you know, mm-hmm. make give a give little some. foreign for- yeah.
0: foreigner,
1: he- foreigner. Oh, she liked the fuck. No, I'm kidding. Do you Is know this- know that? No, I don't. It's it's pop pop- smoke. Smoke. Oh. God. Yeah, four that. Okay. <laughs> full <rid of> that. <laughs> <laughs> but Lovely. I'm going to put you onto three different artists. Mm-hmm. They're all actually black. But the first one is Aya Nakamura, who is actually French. or her nationality is French. She. Nakamura?
0: You sure she died from. Okay, let me stop. Because I'm about to say. Her something.
1: nationality okay. is French. Okay. As in, she grew She
0: grew in France. Okay, exactly. Got you. As but where's she really all from? Where's her ethnic? Ethnicity? Nakamura.
1: some i don't know somewhere in I'm africa guess. sounds like an african I'm name but the name of the song is is i don't really know how to say it the <laughs> what is daya daya no. daya daya because in the song she goes oh jaja like i don't
0: okay maybe it is that then
1: but that don't look like fucking J- oh J- the, like it doesn't the, look like that point is know. it's spelled D J A D J A by aya nakamura fire and then there's No Stalin by Shea Universe, and she's from the U.K. And then I'm totally- She's
0: singing in a- They don't sing in their voices, actually. The U.K. people. But she's talking. Oh, no. I, can't, she's, I can't do it.
1: I want to know
0: name. Like, yeah, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't have, do it. Yes, like, you can. Ella What's her name?
1: Ella Mai. Ella I was talking about her doing, like, Ooh.
0: stop talking. I hate it. I hate when it. she talks- I hate it. But no- She wants to sound like, tra- like Trap in the Closet. Oh, my God. <sighs> sorry. I, I just don't that.
1: know why- Da, 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 da,
0: da. Like when every time she does it I'm like shut the fuck up That's how I feel That's why I don't listen to oh, the Oh I hate music. it
1: I, I just skip it before the end part <laughs> oh. Like I hard Like get like please, Run to the phone skip stop.
0: That's why I listen to like I like Georgia Cause like she don't really talk and her Yeah, her shit You
1: know No but when I say she's talking I'm just saying that She's one of those UK singers That keeps her accent Therefore uh-huh. she is talking Okay Because oh. it, has, it has been proven I don't know I don't think I can do it It has been proven that UK it, When you have an English accent And you sing it goes they away. They lose it, right? Which is so, so
0: fucking weird. That's weird that she keeps her shit. Mm.
1: Obviously, we know because not for nothing, but like America over the UK, it is what it is. Like, <sighs>
0: I don't is know, it's a hot strong, take. Like, hot I, takes. it's
1: a hot take. But all I have to say, like, they're the same. We basic like the white people from the UK came to America. We're just
0: so much more like we have such a dirty culture, you know? <laughs> yeah, we do have a dirty culture, but dirty so culture. So do they. They have a dirty ass culture they too. They have a dirty culture. And honestly, let me stop. Let me just say, they one are thing. the reasons why the
1: white Americans that like the the don't bathe. Yeah. No, not even oh, that. No, like the Native Americans that were here were chilling. It was the niggas from the yeah, UK came. that came over, and those are the ravaging mm-hmm. ass ones. They so are. They're
0: crazy. They I'm just saying
1: issues. that's the reason why. Anyway, point is, <laughs> Shay Universe, no Stalin, and then Bon Bon a la mente. Okay. It's another French artist by Jokair. You might have to write that one. Yeah, in the you'll find them in the description bars, all of them, because I made that mad long for no reason. But definitely check them out. Fire! I don't know what
0: the fuck. But they you saying. need to tell them a song that you listen to in general for them to believe in your taste in music.
1: I listen to like the internet. I like very chill vibes. Um, I don't really listen to, to like
0: help you with your mellow out your emotions because you're sure if that's what always I, crying so. yeah, yeah you know
1: I have someone that talks to me <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> but I just feel like um I like a vibe I like to be vibey I just like oh to, you
0: like one of them bitches that be like a vibe is more than a title I can see that I don't believe that at I think all. no I see that on your face I don't believe that at it's all it's written on your forehead no I'm like
1: anti that give me a title claim <laughs> me <laughs> Make it clear. I, I want a label. Bitch. I'm your bitch. Put it there. Give me a dog leash. Like, okay, chill. You want a dog? Leash? <laughs> we went too far with that. I, I think just you want. Need one. I'll tell you next thing. No, get her a dog please leash. do not get me no goddamn leash because I will fight you.
0: You might, you don't want the leash in the bedroom,
1: like Ooh. I definitely don't want the leash in the bedroom because actually we could bring it. I'm going to use it though. It's not going to be on me. Different. Okay. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, whatever. Sorry. Yeah, next.
0: (laughs) anyway um we're gonna do like a black music slash black fact you already know that we do this if you don't so basically it's just to let you know about anything current or anything from the past that's important to black culture because this is a black ass podcast and we do black ass shit and we talk about black shit okay so <clears throat> one in every four cowboys were actually black and that is your motherfucking black fact that's 25 percent Twenty
1: five percent.
0: Right. <laughs> and now so I watched um, When I Get Home, which is Solange's music video, but also like just a movie, honestly, just amazing. If you haven't watched it, you should. She showcases a lot of the Houston culture and she highlights the lifestyle of black cowboys, which is very normal in Texas. I haven't been to Texas, so I didn't know that. But I thought it was very important that if you really want to see this fact come to life that you just watch When I Get Home, You know, it's on Apple Music. That's where I watched it. And you should really just have popcorn if you want to have some, like, you know, wine. Get lit. Because it's really, really in-depth. But it's also, like, you're looking into the mind of Solange, which makes no sense sometimes to, like, the popular masses. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really cool to just see the sections of life intersect. So it's really really lit. Get a little history while you're at it. While you're in it. Don't remember. Don't forget (laughs) who taught you, though. Black girls. Unauthorized black girls. Okay? Ooh 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 ooh, ooh. <laughs> All right so you know we're about to get into uncheckable quotes and instead of doing our uncheckable quotes which is normally where we talk about um Quotes that inspire us and will help mm-hmm. you to take you through the week. We're just gonna talk about like where we have been and what's going on with us because you know we've been over four months, so oh. <laughs> doesn't even make no sense speaking about it. But yeah,
1: go ahead.
0: Oh my god, Diana first because she, where
1: was. have I, did we not start with this? How's she Q1 <laughs> going? Like, I re answered this, okay. Um, <laughs> she's not <just> stressful. <laughs> I'm like, what am I gonna say? Were you in the hot seat, like, oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was in the hot seat before too at school. Where have we been? We talk don't worry, what. Oh, no! Uh ah,
1: Leave that in my past. <laughs> leave that, everything in my past. Okay. But um, <laughs> I feel like, you know, where have we been? You know, life, man. That's mm-hmm. all I have to say. L I F E. Because.
0: Where are we trying to go? Like, what where are we
1: trying, we to, trying to go? You know how the international babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just mini, trying to make money. I'm trying to make money. I'm just trying to be prosperous in <laughs> order. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck I'm trying to be, but mm-hmm. like I just feel like sound like a Rocky bubble
0: kind of shit. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I felt
1: black. Oh. I didn't see that. But like mogul black. Oh,
0: okay. So who did you I think
1: Diddy is who I was like. I feel like That's that wasn't Diddy, Diddy energy. No. It's not. Diddy's more like I feel like I have to like throw some shit. Okay. You know? Okay that's like some diddy shit to do
0: like throw some shit like money in the air no No, like phones
1: and shit like when he's like oh "Oh." like (laughs) do you know Um, the fuck i am yeah i'm fucking yeah yeah like that type of shit so i that's what i hope for us i hope to be diddy level cocky no Mm -hmm. i'm joking that's Mm -hmm. a fucking lie it's a lot but i don't know i i'm just i'm just living in the moment oh my god becoming this was person. bad for you like you're doing your your are sinking right now I, I
0: don't know what to say <laughs> we right we're that? gonna start over i'm just gonna over. <laughs> where have you been uh what are you trying to do i just not wanted... just honestly like where do you see us going like even if it's in the next let's just think small Like right now it's just you small. know
1: come back for the next episode <laughs> i'm just let's just promise that to y'all since we've been slacking but let's just you're, like, not convincing at all. I'm sorry. I just can't. I'm not convinced. I don't... You know what, Kimisi? You, you tell them. Because
0: I don't know what to tell you. I'm not convinced by Diana. That's really what I want to say. Now, um, I think we've just been in a space where we're trying to, like, figure out... It's been a transitional period for both of us. I think we're just going through our motions, really trying to figure out more about ourselves. And we are in the middle phase of our life in this point. So, kind of just... um, You're right. Just trying to go through it and we are really trying to transform the podcast to make it something that we align with intentionally, make sure everything we do is in line and we're not trying to just talk shit because sometimes, you know, it could come off like that, but we're really not trying to do it. We're really trying to uplift black people, so that is I think where we're going and I hope you see more of it
1: mm-hmm. uplift and share our word and be unapologetically unapologetically
0: fucking black yeah. bitch that's it no that's really fucking it though for real
1: and that's on period oh my god
0: no you didn't that's no,
1: you on too. period do it again do it again
0: because <laughs> I've never heard you say that
1: okay anymore. and you did now bitch <laughs> <laughs> yo you are
0: really a queens bitch I'm not gonna lie like you're really a queens ass bitch oh my god is it are over? you from um What's <laughs> that part of queens? Yeah, you're from Jamaica. Southside Jamaica, Queens, it's Nia It's Nia feet. It crazy is what she says, first of all. Is it? it? It's, yes, it is. Crazy, I thought it was Nia Southside Jamaica, Queens, it's it crazy. If you ain't nasty, don't ask I really should start singing. Fuck it.